Awesome. <laughs> it's a celebration. <laughs> He's happy. <laughs> Are you sensing a theme here, Craig? It's all good, mate. Come yep. on. All right. That is the worst dancing. That is literally gift material. <laughs> I wish I could record it. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, enough. Turn that shit I'm sure off. he'd be more than happy to get that recorded for a gift. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. Go on. And we are back like new slang and boomerang. What a night. And we're here. Craig, we're we're right we're right there in your corner, believe me. Yeah, we're here, we're here, we're here, we're back. OG crew, this is the long snap podcast. Actually, why am I saying that? That's the Twitter. It is actually called Long Snapper. There's a reason. Um <laughs> I'll do in um we have we yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's it's like old times. Um Adam Mark Doug, what's good? Everything except Doug. Yeah, just not that. Just not that. Um, Mark, can you send a message to Doug's wife to confiscate that from him? (laughs) (laughs) That shit ain't going to get old for me. you got to understand. (laughs) No, that's that's what I'm scared of. Um, Yeah, so Doug's going to talk a bit about LA, I'm sure. He's hyping it. There's no need to hype it, like, but... (laughs) Let, we'll get into it at some point. Before we do, check us out on Twitter, uh, Long Snap Podcast. No, Long Snap Pod. That's why I said it earlier. Um, yeah, it's kind of lit at the moment. It's good. A lot of interaction. Get involved. Um, Adam, we've got a quiz. Yeah, you're going to love this, Craig. Is he going to celebrate? Who is, who is your second favourite footballer? Brett Favre. Okay, you're on the wrong lines. Um, when I say favourite, oh. I may not mean favourite. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Are you talking about uh, you talking about the guy he passionately refers to as Blockhead? I do yeah, not yeah, want to talk about that Well, you may know that he is now ninth all-time in the career passing yards. He went ahead of Warren Moon at the weekend. Um, just a bit of fun. In fact, Craig, let's start with you. I've got three, three little questions each about the man that is Philip Rivers. <laughs> Love it. And uh, they're all going to be multiple choice. Um, so, Craig, to kick us off, um, I'm going to give you three names and you're going to tell me which one is also in the top 10 in all time passing yards. Um, so, are you going to go for Johnny Unitas, John Elway, or John Kittner? You tell. Oh. Unitas. Incorrect. It's, uh, it's Why didn't I just go John, safe? John Elway. It's, uh, what, say John Kittner? Uh, that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> uh, second, second question. Um, Philip Rivers was, of course, drafted in 2004 uh, at the, up there with Eli Manning in that draft class. Uh, which of the following names was also part of the 2004 QB class? Um, Matt Schaub, Matt Linett, Matt Hasselbeck. Liner. Incorrect again, I'm afraid. It's, uh, Matt Schaub, Matt Liner drafted a little bit later than that. And finally, which which of the following 
is the name of one of Philip Rivers' kids. <laughs> You've got and half of America. Yeah, he's got loads of kids, but I, I literally have no idea what they are. It's going to be the well, most dickhead name. That's what I'm going to do. It's going to be for you to judge. Uh, are you going to go with Spur, Gunner, or Hammer? Spur, Gunner, or Hammer? Gunner. Oh, you've got one. Yeah. on. He has a. He has a. I don't know if that's a son or a daughter. <laughs> no, neither does he. No, no, he's. He can't keep track of all of those kids. <laughs> uh, Craig, one out of three. Annoyed uh, about that. Elmer. I'm annoyed about that. Uh, who wants to go next? Oh, Can I just interject <laughs> quickly? There's a bit of breaking news. NFL Network suspended a load of people over sexual harassment claims. Oh, let's let's come back to that. Marshall Falk, um, Marshall Falk, Warren Sapp, Donovan McNabb, Ike Taylor, Heath Evans, Eric Weinberger, who now runs the Ringer, have all been suspended. Well, wow. Sap, couldn't have seen that coming. Blimey. Just, that's, just, uh, uh, that's going to be a bit of a story. Talk about that. I'm an... mm. Yeah, let's talk about that. Warren Sapp, hasn't he been suspended shit anyway? Like, that was a couple no, of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, Sapp thing had happened. I guess it's mm. uh, backdated as well. Sorry to interrupt, Adam. Go on. Oh, this is all good with the Jeopardy music in the background, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably a apt bit of a bit of a apt word yeah uh mark uh same same questions basically but with a different not the same options that would be ridiculous um <laughs> 2004 qbs yeah um josh mccown luke mccown or colt mccoy oh blimey um and this in the, are you back in the draft class now yeah 2004 draft class um Let's go for Luke McCown. Spot on. Well done. Yes. Very good. Um, top 10 passing yards QB. Um, are you going to go for Drew Bledsoe, Andrew Luck, or Drew Brees? Brees. Yeah, well done. And finally, you can see what's coming. Um, has, <laughs> has Philip Rivers named one of his kids? Philip, Peter, or Percy? He's got to be arrogant enough to have called one of his kids Philip, so I'm going with that. No, I'm afraid not. Damn it. Peter. Sort of a daughter called Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Um, Doug, you ready? Yeah, do it. Um, Same same thing. Uh, 2004 QB, uh, would you like... When I wrote this, this question was meant for Mark, as you'll be able to tell in a minute. Never mind. Um, would you like Trent Edwards, Ryan Fitzpatrick, or JP Lossman? I mean, for, for all the difference you'll make, I'll take JP Lossman. Uh, you'd be correct, Dougie. Very well done. Um, top 10 passing yards quarterback uh, Phil Sims, Jeff Hostetler, or Eli Manning? Well, Hostetler played for about 4,000 years, so I'm going to say him. No, it's uh, it's Eli. Yeah. Um, Hostetler was kind of the joke option. 
there the whole big thing about the Eli and Rivers trade in that draft? So surely that was pretty. That was a slam dunk. Well, apparently not. Uh, you can make it back though if you can uh, if you can name one of his kids. Um, are you going to go for Chuck, Halley, or Nick? Halley as in Halle Berry, as in Chuck Berry or Nick Berry? Nick. No, it's Halley, I'm afraid. Uh, you got one as well. Mark got two. Uh, Mark's going to get a bit of music. Well I'm disappointed. I've, I've got to be honest. A much more appropriate length of quiz as well. <laughs> I've got to be honest. I'm disappointed with the lack of Frank Gore questions this week. Who? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so him again. let's move into talking about some actual football. Um, we're nearing, you know, getting to that business end of the season. Uh, playoff picture becoming a little bit clearer, so let's look at that. Um, we'll start with the AFC. Um, so currently, um, the divisions look like Kansas City versus Tennessee in the first round. So... Adam, you're going to be quite happy with that. <laughs> I'll take it, <laughs> quite frankly. Wild card round, wild card weekend. Yeah. Eight and five. Uh, yeah, I've... That's uh, deceiving, isn't it? I must admit, when you wrote that down, I thought, are they really? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're eight and four before, before yeah. the weekend. Um, yeah, possibly. I'm starting to think we're one of the worst eight and five teams there's ever been. Because um, that's quite an impressive record when you look at it. Um, it's Tennessee have been lucky for quite a while now, and it was a bubble that was going to burst at some point. Um, there are things that aren't quite working on the offensive side of the ball that we can't really gloss over anymore. I think that I said a few positive things two or three weeks ago along the lines of Tennessee keep winning, keep winning ugly, but they've got into this habit of winning. Um, that's sort of a double-edged sword because if they're they're winning ugly when they perhaps don't deserve to, there's a reason that they don't deserve to. Um, the defense has been at times exceptional. Dick LeBeau has made the best of what he's got there, um, but the the side of the ball that should actually be better is completely misfiring now. I think it's largely down to coaching. I think that Terry Rabisky, the offensive coordinator, is. Um, calling some shocking plays, um, doing some strange things things with the players um, between him and Malarkey. I mean, give you an example. Sunday's game at Arizona, um, the only touchdown from either team was, was scored in the first half by Derek Henry, who, to me, for, for my mind, for anyone watching, I would have thought is the better of the two, or on current form, and fitter of the two running backs that Tennessee have got. Derek Henry got two touches after that touchdown for the rest of the entire game. You know, the, the man who's been the most dominant on that offense in recent weeks. Um, Mariota is misfiring um, for whatever reason. He's not, he's had injuries. He's not, still not 100%, I don't think. He, he's not, 
playing well. He's having so much fun right now. I just, I'm going to let you carry on, but Adam has been waiting to do this. He's enjoying this. So I can see him. Bam's flowing. If you could see it. Go on, Adam. Sort your shit, bro. The thing, the thing that, thing about this is this is a team that should have loads of potential there are so many names that i love on this team and it just isn't doing what it should be doing now tennessee might end up in the playoffs and that maybe could be the worst thing that could happen to them uh, because it means that the coaching staff stay nothing changes there are problems that could just be glossed over um Maybe they they slip and go eight and eight nine nine and seven probably gets in. This is the thing. Um, so they'd almost need to lose out to miss to miss the playoffs potentially, depending on what the teams behind them do. Um, something on the coaching staff needs needs to change. I think it's as ridiculous as it sounds for an eight and five team, but there you go. I think when Malarkey took over, it was pretty much a. It was inevitable that you were going to have coaching issues, right? Because he's a bad coach. He's been a bad coach wherever he's gone. Oh, no, yeah, I I don't disagree with that. I think what's happened is that the the general manager has done, John Robinson has done a, a good enough job, in fact, an exceptional job um, in my eyes, that it's masked the problem. You know, they've what What's happened is Malarkey's come in at the, the moment that any head coach would love to come into a franchise, just as the picks are starting to come in. A few, a few players have turned out well, um, the offensive line is stellar. Um, you've got Dick LeBeau doing doing a great job um, on on defense, and if that's masked the the problem that, as you rightly say, Mike Malarkey's not a very good coach. Um, I think he's he's probably not the worst at coaching during the week, but when it comes to Sunday, um, he just doesn't make the right decisions. He he said he said something really concerning after after the game that. I, you guys have you guys have all seen this game. I'm going to need to watch the tape three or four times before I can offer an opinion. So it's just so I've fully worked out what on earth happened. Well, that's, yeah, that's this is a guy that means to me. I don't want to answer your questions. Well, yeah. what, if that whatever that is, what to do that about saying that's saying I I have no way of reacting to what's going on in the game on a Sunday. Yeah. I have no way of deciding what the best call in any situation is. That's that's terrible. <laughs> I, I also think that there's a a, a, a problem with Mariota. I think I, I heard somewhere so I was listening to a podcast today that where he said that he was having problems with his mechanics, which isn't helping. But also, your game on the line, throwing to a backup quarterback as your go-to receiver to win a game—that's not something eight and five teams tend to do. I, yeah, that the Dory Jackson. It's, you're talking about a cornerback. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, that basically happened because Delaney Walker got hurt the previous play, and they've been throwing every single time to Delaney Walker. Um, I don't, I don't know where that idea came from. I don't believe that's Mariota. Um, he hopefully, as he moves on in his career, will start to make more of those decisions himself. But I think that's come from Rubisky. Um, but yeah, that's farcical. Um, as exciting as Jackson is, I mean, he's been taking some handoffs in recent weeks, <laughs> and looking quite quite exciting. But he's you don't throw to you don't throw to him when the game's on the line. So, like I say, either way, you lot are getting beat by the by, by the Steelers, no matter what. Steelers from an epic. 
Yeah, fine. Absolutely not. I'm whatever. Like, cool. Go get beat up by the Steelers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Um, epic game against Baltimore. Um, that is that. But, but before we talk about Pittsburgh specifically, if you're thinking about a rivalry, a game, you know, a derby type game that you will always watch, I do find myself always drawn to the Steelers Ravens. Is there a bigger derby in America football? Well, I, I do anything I can to avoid watching the Ravens because I think they're abysmal and they're, they're, they've been dull and not fun to watch for years. But that's just my personal opinion. Um, they do proper hate each other, though. Those yeah, two. exactly. That's what I mean. It's a they, proper... have a, they have a knack of raising their game for that one. Yeah, yeah it's always a good the, uh, game to watch. I think it's like like maybe Dallas, New Giants. York. If you like Eagles a bit Giants. of Biff, Eagles, Giants. If you like a bit of Biff, Bengals, Steelers is always a good one to watch. Well, say, same thing. I mean, we saw that a couple of weeks ago. Um, the, yeah, they just decided to beat each other up. In fact, it was only a week ago. Mm. <laughs> how many how many horrific hits and uh, injuries and so on in that game. Got like the Jags-Colts as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say Jags-Titans <laughs> as a joke. Um, However, Pittsburgh came out the favourable side of, a, a you know, another um, masterful battle. Um I do want to, your opinion on, I'm watching, you're watching uh, AB at the moment. You're seeing Antonio Brown. I, I mean, is he, he's, is he clearly the offensive MVP this year? Um, uh, even talk of maybe, you know, the first wide receiver to be MVP of the league. I mean, it, it, he offers, he does save that team whenever they need it. He is, he is open like, and he's fast as fuck. Like, it's it's mad. How, how how good are we viewing Antonio Brown? And it's been three years, really, that he's just been dominating. I think in in I'm not not taking anything away from that, but he's been fortunate this this season more than others recently to have uh, people like Smith Schuster to appear and take a not necessarily take all the coverage away from him, but mean that teams can't just double triple cover him all the time because the Steelers have got so many other other options so he's he's cashed in I mean some some of the he's he's just incredible to watch um, and I think but I think the point you make there is is good in that he is now he's he's getting a little bit of help especially at wide receiver but you look at a couple of years ago um they other teams could quite often um chuck a couple of people on, on, on AB and he's still got open and he's still scored yeah. the touchdowns and it's it's phenomenal to watch. I think he's one of my favourite players to watch mm. that and uh, that I've ever watched since I've been following the NFL. He's just he's that good. Up there up there with Megatron for me. Yeah, it's Megatron and Odell Beckham Jr. That sort of they're the in sort of let's say recent times, they they, they just sort of transcend that position, really make a difference. You, you, you just throw it to him, you run past her. There was one point in the third quarter where he just beat man off the line, clear. <laughs> I was like, oh, where's he gone? Oh, no. <laughs> not, not there anymore. <laughs> it's like, you know he's going to do it and you can't stop it. The thing I like about him is that like, you've got, there are other wide receivers, I think, that are really, really talented. People like Julio Jones and stuff like that. And whether that's their situation and their their, their division or whatever it is, and you, you'll see Julio Jones chuck in like, like a couple of 250, 300 yard games and they look incredible, but they don't do it as consistently as AB does it. And he, you, you always see him, you know, over a hundred yards, touchdown or two, most games. And it's, yeah, he's, the guy's incredible. 
Is it me or is that the, a really talented position generally at the moment? There seems to be a lot of phenomenal receiver play out there. Wide for receiver us. rich and no quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think your, your, your top flight athletes are, are now wanting to play receiver from high school on because they know that's where the longevity in the NFL is. So yeah. your, your superstar athletes are no longer gravitating towards middle linebacker or, or running back. They're gravitating towards wide receiver because you can have a 10-year career, you don't get hit that often, and you're going to yeah. make big money. Running backs don't make big money anymore, and uh, middle linebackers end up with brains like a wet sock. So, um, it's because they're colliding with the running backs. And, and let's, let's, let's not forget as well that the rules of the league, and it's practically impossible to cover a wide receiver now. Some of the, some of the pass interference calls over the last two seasons have been just downright ridiculous it's virtually you, you literally cannot cover a player that it's like the nfl wants 200 yard receivers per game um, yeah that's true so it's I, not yeah. like it they do that's yeah that's i do agree end. yes it's, there are a lot of sensational athletes but it's never been a better time to be a wide receiver you know um i'd yeah. like to just go back to the point about ab um there's a little bit of recency bias in this um last four weeks obviously he's been off the charts but yes, he's an amazing player. No, I don't think he's in contention for the MVP of the league. Just based on the fact that he's a wide receiver, Russell Wilson is the MVP of the league. There's no, there's no doubt about that because without Russell Wilson, the Seattle Seahawks are probably two and twelve, two and th- two and two and eleven, maybe. That guy's that guy's making eighty percent of the Seattle Seahawks yards. Yeah. That is, it's, I saw that stat during their game. And my God, he is, it was like, ridiculous what he does. Head and shoulders that above every other player in the league at the moment. I kid you not. I firmly believe that that Seattle Seahawks team would be a two-win team without Russell Wilson. Well, uh, we'll definitely have a chance to talk a bit about the Seahawks a bit later. Um, other half of the AFC. Um, currently, Jacksonville will go ahead to play uh, the Bills. Mark, um, I just love, I do love a football game in the snow, man. Yeah. It's like, it's, uh, it's just, I just love a football game in the snow. Uh, shady, shady, shady. Um, I mean, Shady was happy again. for me this week. <laughs> yeah. You, you're going to get your chance. Yeah. <laughs> this whole podcast is my chance, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Um, so yeah. What, what do you reckon, Mark? That buff, uh, that Jacksonville defense, it's going to be a, a tough ask against the a very patchy Buffalo Bills team. Oh yeah, I think going into Jacksonville, if that's the matchup, um, would you I, rather go to Jacksonville or Tennessee in that round, Mark? Just just throwing that out there. Tennessee by a million miles. You'd rather go there. I'd rather yeah, go there with all the memories and stuff. Yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> um, look, it's. I think that I think the Jags would have too much for us. Um, but stupidly, that's that's one of the games that you kind of, I don't know, that I'd go into it and thinking that they've got a chance, and I don't, I can't really work out why, um, because I don't think our their offense would be their defense or would be far too much for for what we can do, um, unless. Shady McCoy has another massive game. 
Um, I think even if we do squeak into the wild card round, and I find this bizarre actually. This is something I wanted to say. I was watching Red Zone um, when this, and they kept cutting back to the che- game. Cheers, mate. Doug's <laughs> rubbing sandpaper against the microphone. <laughs> And they kept on coming back to the Bills game because obviously it was the snow game and it looked it looked good. Um, and looked Scott Hansen's talking about it, and they they talking about it. Said, "Oh yeah, sorry, we're going to cut back to this game again. No playoff implications in this one." It's like people are writing the Bills off that they're just <laughs> not going to get in. We are a current <laughs> wild card team. Um, it's, <laughs> I find it weird. And I was I was listening to uh, the, the BBC coverage of it a week or so ago, and again they referred to a game of the, the Bills game during the highlights package as a team as two teams with no playoff implications. We were at that point. We were one game back. It's and I I, I wonder if the Bills might now be trying to relish in that that people have written them off. Mm. Um, we basically have to beat the Dolphins twice, and if we beat the Dolphins twice, I think we'll get in. Um, it's. It, it's going to be a tricky one. I'd, I'd love to see it, but if, if we end up going to the Jaguars, that'd probably be it. But the Pro- nice problem you've get. got is it's unlikely to snow in Jacksonville in early January. <laughs> yeah. yeah, unlikely. But again, either way, you're going to get beat by the Pats, right? Or yep. are you? Are the Pats vulnerable? Um, a Gronkless uh, New England Patriots um, had a bit of a struggle. Against what the hell? The what? Oh, that Miami happened there. Team. Well, um, what? One of the Cutler. things that really Cutler annoys me, I don't even think it. it Cutler, Cutler played all right, but it's that defensive line, and Miami really do struggle if that D line is not dominant. And you saw the best of your likes of Adama can sue that game, and and it really did make a difference. Um, wait, Jesus! He's yeah, going. <laughs> yeah. I but mean, if they don't play well, the, the, the Dolphins are shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched quite a bit of this game. My daughter, Ratbag, was awake at two o'clock this morning for no good reason. Um, so I, at least she timed it with a football night. I'll give her that. Um, so we watched a bit of this game. Miami just dominated them for large periods on both sides of the ball. Kenyon Drake, I don't know where he's come from out the draft last year probably but um he he's just <laughs> ripping holes in the new england front seven he absolutely dominated and um as you rightly say craig on the, the other side of the ball they were getting pressure to brady all night long um it's almost like that's a tactic that might might work against him but so so few teams could do it yeah, yeah. um so We've, do we think the Pats have long-term problems? If we, if if all is equal, um, and I think this this looks pretty nailed on, is is the Pats Steelers who we've got this 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 weekend? Um, who who comes out on top? Are the Pats vulnerable? Partic- um yeah, given what we saw against, from Miami uh, against the aggressive Pittsburgh side, who do, who do we see taking that one? I still, I'm sorry, I still fancy the evil organisation. I don't think maybe they weren't as up for Monday night in Miami as they would be in the conference championship against Pittsburgh. But yeah, when it, when it comes down to it, I, I still think um, they've just got too much up top. I think that when if you look at this game, I think you've got Pittsburgh have got um, arguably a better D. They've got a better offensive line. They've got better running backs. They've got wide receivers, but who do I think will win? 
the Patriots. <laughs> and you know, very well put. Do you know what uh, might cement that? Is the fact that they've just signed Kenny Britt off waivers. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Have they actually? Shit, they've they've literally literally really hate them. The stupid thing is, they will turn they will turn him into like uh, all he'll from. Really the next hey, where's the oh, You know it. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> all from um, Kenny. I'm gonna offer. I'm gonna offer hope. I'm gonna offer light, and I'm gonna say Antonio Brown will be the best player on the football field, and therefore Pittsburgh have a chance. The Shazier injury is a problem, but I, I, I do like. I like AB. And give us, I hate give, Pats. Give us a yardage total for AB. What do you What do you reckon his stat line will be? Throwing the ball every time. 180 yards, two touchdowns. Well, if that well, happens, I beat you in our league of record. Boom. Yeah. I, that would hurt, hurt me. That's, that's a proper. That's a proper Sophie's choice. That's this week as well. Oh, no, no, bun that. That's this week. This week they can get splattered. It's the conference championship game. Yeah. Ab, take one off, mate. Take one off, Ab. That's the great. Greg, which way that's would you go on that? Genu- genuinely, which way would you go? Fifth league of records. Honest to God, I will back the NFC to win the Super Bowl because I couldn't let anyway <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying I hope, you don't, I hope it doesn't come to that obviously yeah, I hope it doesn't come to that too <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's take a gander in the uh, in the NFC um, the playoff picture currently um, if, it, if, if all remains equal uh, wild card round New Orleans to play uh, Carolina again um Two teams who have just had these looks of good sides. Both got good records, um, but very vulnerable for an egg now and again. Um, any of those got any long-term chances or are they going to be forgettable? I think the Saints do. I, in fact, I'm, I'm going to say they're my Super Bowl tip out of that conference. I'll go that far with, with the Saints. I mean, we've talked... We've talked about you know, how multi-dimensional their their offense is. They've now got a defense, um, partly because of what's happened. Unfortunately, we, we imagine we'll come to with Carson Wentz and other teams they'll be up against. But I, I think they will go very deep. The, the the Saints remind me this year of the Falcons last year. Um, the fact that they've got those you know those couple of running back options they've they can spread the ball out to numerous receivers they've got a defense with some really with a really good secondary um and it's that it seems to be good a good happy camp the only thing that worries me about the saints a little bit is the fact that their their four losses have come against teams that they're going to be there and thereabouts in the playoff picture um so they do tend to shit the bed sometimes when they're up against the best teams now they overcame that a little bit with their with their victory but um that's the only thing that concerns me is that when it comes up against one of those really 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 good sides then they they might not do it especially away from home i think with the saints it comes down to whether or not they're healthy um we saw what they're like when kamara misses time it does it closes their playbook somewhat so yeah, yeah. so yeah Kamara's the key different, there different side as well with Marshall Lattimore out as he, he missed a couple of weeks and their defence looked a good degrees less than it than it has done in the weeks running up to it as well so um, and he's up there for um, r- defensive rookie of the year so I, uh, yeah they missed him where do you stand on Kamara Craig? I think Kamara is unbelievable <laughs> uh, do you reckon he'll do this week? 
Give us a stat line. <laughs> What's the stat mate, line? Buggy, mate. <laughs> Listen, fuck off. I hope, I hope Luke Kickley breaks in the first play. And I'll tell you what, that what is going to be... football matchup more in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key, I do think, for Carolina. Um, that, that defence has to stand up, has to be aggressive. And, um, you know, if, if that is how it turns out, I mean, you know, uh, Kamara... It, it's, it's, it's almost Adrian Peterson like watching him in that he should be stopped. There's no question about it. It's bang to rights. It's finished. How is he still stand? And not only is he still going, but the player ends up being like five yards away from him on his first step. Like it's, it's really weird to watch. I, I, he's, I think he's a real great talent and I hope he, he get better. You know I mean? He, uh, he, he looks like something that is truly exciting, really innovative that maybe we haven't seen, maybe, like I say, since Adrian Pierce in, in, in his heyday. He looks so small. He... I don't understand how he does it. How does he fall to round three? Yeah. Because it's a crapshoot coming out of college. Like, it, but, it's, it's literally... Like, yeah. I, anyone could be an NFL player evaluator. You go to college games, you go, oh, that, that dude looks all right. But there's, we've, we've discussed it on this pod. There's so many factors that go into making a good player. Like, Especially just, that position. Just the environment of the club can determine whether a player is good or bad. What I don't get, though, is the fact that we were we, in, the, in the run-up to it when the draft was happening last year, we spoke about so many running backs. And I, and I had a look back at it. And Kamara, Kamara's name didn't come up once. Mm. And he wasn't anywhere that was, you know, in a, like a top five or anything like that. And so that says to me that in college, he must have looked decent. I don't watch enough college, college football to know. But he must have looked, you know, decent to be playing for whoever he was playing for, but not good enough to but have college, had that stellar a season. College is a bit like... The NFL in that if you go to those big colleges, you get national coverage. So in the in colleges in general, you you every all the stars are, were the best in their state. Do you know what I mean? They all dominate. All the stars had ridiculous high school records. So it is. It's it's very much who is the one. And if you're not at one of the big schools, you, you don't get that coverage. You don't get. We we see we see Alabama every every year. We see Auburn. We see we see Ohio State. We see the big teams. Why we maybe knew a lot more about Ezekiel Elliott, but we don't see all the teams. And um, yeah, Kamara's a, a a great example of it. Um, I wonder if Sean Payton's anything to do with it as well, because he, like, being the offensive coach that he is, you wonder if he's managed to make him raise his game a little bit and scheme a system that really works for him, because it, it does seem like he's come into the league and and raised his level again above what it was what he was doing at college. Again, it comes it comes down to player evaluation. Have a guess how many Division Two players, Division Two college players, are playing in the NFL at the moment. Ninety. Not many. Yeah. 90. That's 90 players that didn't play for Alabama or, or Clemson or Auburn. So that's 90 players that weren't scouted or deemed good enough to play for a Division One college, which is amazing. And then for them to be good enough in a Division Two college to get into the NFL and then prove themselves to stay on the NFL roster, it's no surprise that a player like Kamara falls to the third round because nobody knows. How many, how many Alvin Kamaras are out there at the moment working in Target because they didn't get pick, picked up in the NFL, you know? Um, and well, let's if if all things equal, um, I fancy New Orleans in that game, and 
they would currently play Philly and you know you got your heart's got to break for Philly a little bit man I mean you were on fire you're playing some of the most entertaining football in the league have really got something going quarterback is leading doing all the things you hope and then and then he's out, man. That's the game. And now Philly, it kind of does feel like Philly's hopes are just, are just done. Eagles season is over. Start yeah. thinking about next year. Get well soon, Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's a massive loss. It is a massive loss. But there's a way the Eagles can still win. They've got Nick Foles, who's proven that he can move the ball on occasion. They've also got three outstanding running backs. If they can establish running platforms against whoever they play and open up play action, then they can stay in games. And their defence is good enough to keep them in games. So I don't think all is lost yet for the Eagles. I, I, I think the same. Foles, when I've seen him in recent years, has been absolutely awful. Uh, absolutely awful. Um, Billy actually was the only place he looked looked decent when, yeah. they, when they traded. Yeah. They, that, might, that, they might... One year. <laughs> Funnily enough, they might actually, if he looks decent for them again, they might get trade value from him twice in his career, yeah. which could well, be was, a bit weird. Nick Foles was pretty much the reason that the Rams ended up with Jared Goff because they were so sick of him there and because <laughs> he couldn't do it there. Um, I, I still think they'll make the playoffs, obviously, um, because as Doug said, with their with their running game and their D, you've got to fancy them to nick the odd win. Um, they don't need much. Left they, up they, they, they lose they out, they could be in They've got the Giants and Giants and Oakland as the next two games. You still think that they will probably do all right in those two. But I think their Super Bowl hopes are gone. I can't see Nick Foles leading a team against those other that, the rest of that opposition in the NFC. I can't see it. I think they'll be one and done. I don't... I, I'm not so sure. I mean, we'll, we'll see what Nick Foles would get. Um, they're, you know, like so many other teams doing well, they've got a defence. Look at Jacksonville. Yeah, we're we're saying Jacksonville might might do okay with Blake Bortles. Um, why can't Philadelphia do do okay with Nick Foles, um, who who should be better than Bortles? Because quite <laughs> frankly, Dougie is. <coughs> there was something on Twitter today about voting for um, Bortles to get into the play into the Pro Bowl. I'd like to vote for him to get overseas Sports Personality of the Year, but. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, in the other half of the uh, NFC, um, currently, uh, Rams versus Falcons. And are the Falcons, I mean, uh, are, they the, how, are they the most disappointing team this year? They have been so, they're so annoying. Um, on the other hand, obviously, uh, uh, Goff's having a, a really good year, LA putting it together. But again, they end up running to the Vikes in the end, and surely that's that's a that's a game done anyway. It's party done. Could be. I I don't know. The the Falcons seem to be every time I think they're done, they come up with a win. From yeah, I don't, I don't know. If, Which don't is know annoying. If Just go yeah. away. <laughs> they're another one of those rubbish eight and five teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a dangerous record to have. I don't know. Like 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 you said, um, Adam. I can't I can't work them out. You know they beat the Saints this week, but then look absolutely shite against the Vikings and the shike, the, the shike Kings, the Vikings can do that to you. Um, <laughs> closet Packers fan in you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, really not. Um, 
I, I think they've looked all right recently um, with decent wins against the the Seahawks, Bucks, Cowboys. Um, I, I think for me, it was earlier on in the season they weren't looking as good um, when they you know put their, their they had a few pies against the the Patriots and they lost to the Dolphins and the Bills. You know those kind of games they, they at home they shouldn't have lost. Um, but they're they're a team that you wouldn't want to draw. You wouldn't want to get them because I think on their day, if Matt Ryan fires and he stops throwing as many interceptions as if, he's throwing, exactly, uh, um, then he could look all right. But I mean, for them to for them to come out of that that game beating the Saints with his stat line as it was, um, I think you've you wouldn't want to face him on a day when he plays when he does all right. I think they're another team stymied by bad coaching. To a certain extent, and they they miss they miss Mr. That Shanahan. Way. Yeah, look that way. Does look that way. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, if they, if all things equal and they end up playing the Rams, how do we feel about the Rams? Had some really good spurts here and there. They look like a, a, a real credible, strong side. My concern is the Vikings, like kind of that feeling of never quite managing to get over the line the Vikings can't no team has played a Super Bowl in their own stadium and I don't see the Vikings getting over that jinx it's uh, not really a r- rational reason but um, I don't see why not I really don't yeah, see I why agree. not the only team I just I see, said it wasn't a rational reason the only team I can actually see stopping them is probably Seattle because I don't think their secondary is good enough to cope with what Russell Wilson will do. Um, I don't yeah. think Seattle are even going to make the playoffs, stuff. That's the question. I, Does Seattle do you know even what? get I, in? I think Seattle beat. I think Seattle beat the Rams and end up winning they that division. To. They have to beat them. That's massive that's, game this week. That's what I think will happen. I think the Rams will. They lost another member of their off- offensive line. I think at one point this week there was at, at the point of putting a uh, tight end on the offensive line. You know they're yeah. they're they're in tr- they're in trouble. The Rams and it's going under the radar. You're talking about injuries. Then the Seattle D is decimated. They've, they've um, but, but their Wilson. offensive line isn't looking good. But they've got Russell Wilson. That's it. In 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 uh, in our league record in the third quarter, Russell Wilson had minus three points or something. <laughs> By the end of the game, he had twenty something points. I like, benched him Ru- in another league for Stafford. Russ is um that it's the, do you know what he remind his movement it's like messy like he's sort of this unbelievable low center of gravity he's able to twist and turn and he always keeps his eyes upfield like he he's he is looking for the pass even using his feet I, he is he is phenomenal and it is a shame that there aren't the pieces around him because he is playing at a really high level so yeah. Playoff roundup. I do think while the wild card positions may change, I think the the divisional rounds are pretty set. Um, let's have a quick one. Representative from the AFC in the uh, Super Bowl, Adam. The AFC, the evil organisation. Yeah, is that unanimous? Yep. Yeah, Patriots. Uh, Pittsburgh and you know, Kenny Britt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm still going to go MVP. Yeah. Um, oh, that would be really horrible. There once uh, was a receiver called Brits. All <laughs> they need to do to stop the Steelers, and you know what they'll do, 
They'll bracket Antonio Brown. They'll probably even they'll probably even triple cover Antonio Brown. They'll stack everyone else in the box and they'll say, "All right, you can beat us with whoever's the second receiver." And I think they can, the thing is, if they do do that, they can do that. I'm, I reckon that's all right. The but I think Patriots aren't good the, enough on offense. Anyway, you're the one who just said move us on. Uh, and NFC uh, representative Adam, I'm, I'm going Saints. Saints, Mark. Vikings. Doug. Vikings. And Vikes from me. Uh, quick round up elsewhere. Um, Josh Gordon coming back, playing football. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> he enjoyed it. He enjoyed it, didn't he? He's high on life. He's good to watch, though, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Um, Fitz, now a uh, top three receiver. Surpassing Randy Moss, really pleased for too. He did that in less games than Randy Moss, you know. I think that's very impressive. I don't think you would necessarily think that because Fitz just feels like he's been around forever. But he, he's done that he's in less w- games than Randy Moss. He strikes me as one of those like that you talk about when you're talking about you, you know your all-time greats. Yeah. Everyone talks about Randy Moss. They talk about the others. Like when we did it, and I think that we gave we gave Fitz a, a passing, fleeting mention as someone else who's had a really good career, and he seems to get that where he's. The guy's incredible. Yeah, considering it's the quarterbacks that he's playing with as well for half the time, it's amazing what he's been able to do. It's because he doesn't play for the Dallas Cowboys or the Patriots, yeah, yeah. or it's, he's plays for an unfashionable, quote unquote, unfashionable team. Yeah. Um. Sorry, sorry, Russ. Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. He, he, he deserves more credit. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. you know what? You know what's always telling about a player is when every other player rates that player like you know the players player that's the one you want to win and everyone always speaks very very highly of Fitz yeah Paul Skulls one love Fitz I know I, know I said uh, we need to move it on but I, I just want to say about what I meant one of the things I meant to say about the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals they're in a hole because that NFC West division now has got a lot of quarterbacks in it you know you're looking at Jared Goff Russell Wilson and um, who are the Jimmy other? G, Jimmy Garoppolo. That, that that division's gone full circle because three years ago there were three really strong teams in that division and the Rams. And at the start of this season, everyone's saying, "Oh, it's just it might be Seattle." There's no one else really. And suddenly, the Rams come from seemingly nowhere. Um, the Forty ers now have a quarterback, and the, the Seahawks with Wilson's playing lights out. So yeah, and the Card- the Cardinals strange. are staring into the abyss. They have to get a quarterback this year, and I wouldn't be surprised to see them move up in the draft to pick one. Yeah, they need yeah. to, Al- along with about ten other teams, mine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so that that'll wrap up the N- NFL talk this week. Uh, as we look f- uh, forward to next week, everyone got their one sentence previews ready in the chamber. Good to go. Oh, yes. I'm, uh, I'm going to be real and let you know that I am the least confident I've been about this in a long time. <laughs> so that's always a good way to open. <laughs> Denver Indy. The Painted Manning Bowl, but with nobody even close to that level of class. Chicago at Detroit. Chi-Town showing signs of life and on the back of a close one. Detroit with an outside chance of a playoff. Lions really need this one. Chargers at KC. Battle for the division, but surely only one winner. Arizona at Washington. Two teams now battling for nothing more than better draft picks. Houston at Jacksonville. 
If Tom Savage didn't have concussion before, he will after this game. Ravens at Browns. Time running out for the 1-28 Browns. Can't see it happening this week either. Cincinnati at Minnesota. This one will be quick as since he run into the playoff form bikes. Going to be ugly for Red Rocket and Co. New York Jets at New Orleans. Must win at home for the Saints to maintain their slim NFC South advantage. Miami at Buffalo. After Monday night, the Dolphins remain relevant. The Bills are hoping for more snow. Philly at Giants. Will it be the 2013 or 2015 version of Nick Foles who turns up? Either will be good enough for this game. Green Bay at Carolina. Will Rodgers be back? Will it matter? Rams at Seattle. Huge NFC clash. If the Hawks lose this, they could well be out of it. New England at Pittsburgh. AFC Conference Championship preview. Watch this with interest. Tennessee at San Francisco. The 49ers look stronger right now. There, I said it. Dallas at Oakland. Dak found some rhythm. Car out of sorts. These two are meant to be in the Super Bowl, weren't they? Atlanta at Tampa. Atlanta to layeth the smacketh down. And that rounds up the one centre of previews. It could have been worse. It definitely could have been worse. It has been worse. (laughs) 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 Okay. Let's uh, let's head uh, to fantasy. We like fantasy football. We like fantasy football. We like fantasy football. Why? Fuck knows. So, uh, we, we would have had your first round of your playoffs. Um, let's talk long snap pod league. Uh, let's start with it. I, I had to, I took the loss. Me and Doug went head to head. It was a close one for a while. It was a good game. Uh, go on. Uh, enjoy, Poor enjoy Doug it. having to wait hey, for this section to mention it. Yeah. I just, you know, the team that Craig had, uh, ridden down all season literally all season saying we had no players saying we had nothing nothing to be worried about we weren't going to be until your trade you had nothing you did some trades i don't know how and you got a good team you got a good team i said that from the only trade i made was antonio brown and i gave up the league's highest scoring quarterback to get him he's not the highest scoring now is he no because his (laughs) leg was hanging on by flesh alone i think um to say it's one of the most satisfying fantasy victories I've ever had would be right. <laughs> um, I've He's got to be honest, I slept like a baby on Sunday night, literally slept like a baby. It was just a wonderful feeling with when Devonte Adams scored that second touchdown, the smile on ridiculous. my face could have been seen from the Hubble space telescope. <laughs> Honestly, it, it, listen, it, it's fair enough. I scored, I scored 90 points. Two players basically gave me a bagel. You scored 130 points. The game's about point scoring. You scored the most points. I think you'll probably go for a win win, win the league now, to be honest with you. I'm not sure there's enough opportunity. Now you're out, right? Because your team was the second well, best, yeah? My, my team wasn't, but it's about your ability to score lots of t- points, isn't it? And if you look across the other teams, uh, gents, you know, jump in. Who has the ability to get to that 100 between 100 130 point mark I don't my team did I scored 100 points in the consolation bracket this week (laughs) (laughs) everybody cares (laughs) and my opposition scored 19 did you see that Rogers Appreciation Society (laughs) 19 points did he even pick a team 
yeah. mate it was a full yeah. team and and you could tell that he'd actually thought about his team selection <laughs> imagine how that feels on the sunday just hoping someone does something Some, someone will pick it up soon someone will pick it up soon <laughs> <laughs> um who yeah. was in the other side of the bracket sorry who sorry let me just go through that side marcus mariotta was his quarterback marlon mack mike evans robbie anderson ted ginn mike wallace and kenny Golladay. yeah <laughs> right he left he left doug martin eric decker and terrell Pryor was injured so i mean it, it's a struggle it's a struggle when that's your team but 19 so there's points. a couple of wide receivers there that you would expect to do better than 19 points on their own. Mike Mike Evans has disappointed all year in fantasy. As, well, uh, Tampa, uh, Tampa, Tampa let you down. Yeah. Um, yeah, who was the other side of the bracket on the championship side? Uh, good question. Um, <laughs> Supervines. She has no chaos. There, there were other games oh. this week. Yeah. League leading oh, Supervines have, have Super fallen Vines. out of the playoffs. I, 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 unfortunately, Viney, I did say there's not a lot in that team. But he yeah. lost to our, our Spanish sex pest, who I'm amazed hasn't been dragged oh, into okay. all of this stuff going on um, around the world of sexual harassment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. Um, yeah, lost. By a wide margin, thirty-two points to La Roja. Um, yeah, had enough. But if you start starting all Orleans Darkwer, you know, I mean, yeah, Travis Kelsey, Delaney Walker, Martavis Bryant, Drew Brees. There's points in there. He scored sixty-eight points. Fourteen of them were from his kicker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so yeah. what are the games coming up this coming week then in the championship bracket? So, so I'm playing uh, my division, Marshawn. division leading Marshawn Lynch's uh, motorcycle gang. We're one and one in the series this year at the moment. So, um, I'm not confident about that. I'm not confident that that team has a weird way of picking up points. That just, yeah, weird. Um, and then the other one is. Um, in the consolation bracket, the Vines are playing Juice Check Yourself. A combined 19 and 7, they were, over the regular season. Um, yeah. It's the Welsh Patriots against La Roja. And the Welsh Patriots are on a tear at the moment. They're playing, they're, they're scoring some big numbers. Brady, Gurley, Cooper Cup, Watkins, Devonta Freeman, Michael Crabtree, Carl Rudolph is their starting lineup. Yep. So that's the. I mean, it's been it's been a tricky it's been a tricky year. It's been a good. It, it, I, I really, really I, I'm still flying the flag. Anyone but Doug. But don't worry, don't worry, guys. We still have a chance in our league record. Dougie and I go head to head this week in the champ in our in our in our conference championship, and uh, it, it's 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 the big one. And I I, I do not want to lose it. I shouldn't be eight and five. I I I, I do not want to lose that one. But Doug's team in in our league of record, um, you know, if you've got Kamara and if you've got Thielen, which fair play, you know, they, 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 nobody had them in their first three rounds um, at the start of the year. Somehow he's managed to have them on his team at this minute. And Somehow I managed to... to do the same. Hey, I'm giving you a compliment. Mate. Be, 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 be <laughs> I drafted great, both of them, you know what by I mean? the way. Why, why, yeah, I know. Wind your neck in. Let, let, you know what I mean? It's, it's positive. If you did have them 
on your roster at the beginning, you, you're probably in a similar position and heading into your, you know, your conference championship this week. You got lucky. <laughs> I tell you where I have got lucky. I picked up Aaron Rodgers off waivers three weeks ago. If he comes back in time, I will not be... Well, he, he ain't going to come back. back anyway. You're, you're out this week, bro. Read, read your Packers versus Carolina one census preview again, Doug. Will he come back? Will it matter? Yes and yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, but, let it, uh, you know, if you're like me and you manage to get through to your, your, your conference championship this week, um, I was holding... Gronk and Ertz on the bench um, last week, which is a killer if you've had them this year because they've, they've been so good in point scoring. So if you've managed to have either of them in your team and still get through, them coming back should really make a difference, which is what I'm banking on. By the way, quick one on Gronk. I forgot to mention this on the pod last week. What a ridiculous hit. How is that? How yeah. is he punished the same as some of the other... Yeah, which is just something mistimed. First offence, I think, was his mitigating circumstance, wasn't it? It's not the first time he's been a prick. I know that much. His defence was the fact that he plays for the fucking Patriots. Absolutely. Yeah, because they never get punished, do they? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they they spy on people. At some point, you've got to do something. Do you know what I mean? Fuck the Patriots. <laughs> um, big shout out, by the way. Big shout out to um, to our friends, the, the Norwich Partridges, who who offered me one of the the best trades I've ever seen in in fantasy football history this week. Who um, who attempted to who offered me the trade that's, of that's uh, a high bar, by the way. After yeah, sort of well, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so so you're sat with in my position, and I I can quite easily come last in our league. By the way, um, there's a very very good chance I could come last. Um, but I'm, I'm sat there this week. Um, and with Gronkowski on the on the bench, and he's chucked in a trade um, this week to me of Gronk. He wants Gronkowski, and he's willing to offer me a tight end for the Cincinnati Bengals, Tyler Croft, <laughs> in uh, in exchange for that. So um, yeah, keep I'm, a league, keep a league. I'm thinking it over. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you on it. <laughs> Don't call me. I'll call you. <laughs> so speaking of speaking of keepers <laughs> who who are you in, 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 in who are you looking who are you looking to keep who would you be wanting to hold on to um that's our league obviously uh long snap pod league is a is a keeper i've never done a keeper league before um so i'm i'm struggling with this one it's who in, are people gonna hold on to i just got a question for you guys if somebody offered you a trade i i've got maybe four players in my league that i'd be willing to keep that i'd want to keep I'm putting it out there. At the end of this season, if I get if I get knocked out after this week, I'm open to offers. Would you trade an asset to get another asset that you value higher? Absolutely. Yeah. I kind of question the legitimacy of having the trade window open now, even though it's a keeper league, um, because of this sort of situation where you know, an asset, an asset now. Would is someone much more be able to else. use that in a in yeah, exactly. a championship game next week? Even though they yeah, might, might be a veteran about to retire, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I do. I think it adds an interesting element to it. Yeah, I mean, I've got Josh Gordon, Thielen, Fournette, and Antonio Brown. In a perfect world, I keep all four. Yeah, not going to happen though, is it? Doug? No, but. So Doug wants no. to get value for that now. 
I mean, would would it be worthwhile trading, for example, Josh Gordon and Adam Thielen for a Todd Gurley, and then keeping Brown and Gurley? Receivers having more value in this league, though. I don't, I don't know when you've got what you've got. But there's more already. receivers, and there's going to be receivers Person. that are put back onto the market. Personally, I think once you're out, I don't think you should be able to trade right. trade again and to impact. Like what you shouldn't be able to chuck away stuff that you've got this season just to make On you better next season. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't like that. Let's put it to that the might league. be a change. We need to yeah. get in I touch on Twitter can... and let us know what you think. I think the only people you should be able to keep are people that are on your squad. I don't think you should be able to trade anyone in just to try and like improve you for next year. So, Mark, who are you keeping? Gronk. He's it. Yeah. He's the one good thing about my team. <laughs> Doug. At the moment, uh, probably Fournette and Brown, but I'm thinking about Thielen and Brown. Adam? Uh, give me a minute. Do yours while I... Uh... I'm looking at Julio and Hopkins, but maybe Case Keenum stays, depending on how that situation That's looks. A over huge the call with so many quarterbacks that can do a job. Yeah, I know. Craig, I speaking of quarterbacks, I've got Dak. Yeah, <laughs> he might he might be he might he be might, available uh, on the on the table available. All right. Um, I am I'm probably keeping Michael Thomas. I think that's a, that, that's a no-brainer. Looking down, looking down my team, um, I, that might be. I mean, maybe maybe someone like Corey Davis. He's, he's not done anything this year, but the potential. But I think there's. I started well in this league, but just fallen away, and a lot of my a lot of my team sort of reflect that. Looking down it, um, there's not much there. I think it's a, it's probably easier for me than some of you some of you others. The other question that needs to be answered is. Do we do you lose the draft pick from the round that the player you're keeping came from, or do you lose your first two draft picks? So if you if you drafted Alvin Kamara in round seven, do you lose your seventh round pick? Why do we, why do you have to lose a draft pick? Why can't it just be you keep those players, then you just go and from just scratch? Draft because then you can scratch. decide if you if both of your keepers were first rounders or first and second round, you're not picking them to the third round. But if you got, for example, Alvin Kamara in round seven, you keep him, you still get a round one draft pick. Yeah, no. So I don't the know value how. then comes in picking good players late. I think that's that we should have agreed last year if we're going to do that. I don't think we should have. But we haven't agreed anything. We haven't agreed anything. That's the point. Stick it out. Stick it. Stick it see out. What, Let's see, talk about on Twitter. Want. Yeah. So, what were the two things we're looking at? Whether you lose your draft pick. Uh, and whether you can trade. Um, hurry up and make a decision. And please get in touch, otherwise Doug will do Just what he do wants. What so, uh, <laughs> uh, and whatever that will be, will be will benefit Doug. Yeah, facts. <laughs> There's your option. Um, it could be trophy related. I'll set up, I'll set up a couple of polls. Survivor result, Viney wins. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was last week, I think. Yeah, okay. Viney, you can have some music. <laughs> That's just left in there from last week. <laughs> Finally, can have some um, music. There you go. So, let's move on to uh, talk about our Aki and the tens of listeners who are out there. Are you in? I want a leak based on taking Adrian Peterson in like round six. Man like me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Dougie, you put this on this week, didn't you? 
I did, and we were very close to this coming in. Mate, I was excited. I wasn't watching anything. I was excited. I didn't know where we was at. Yeah, we be- I think so very basically, close is an exaggeration. No, it wasn't because well, until we were twenty five. So the, the accumulator we put on was under forty one points in the Seattle Jackson was under forty one points uh, in Seattle Jacksonville, which yeah, up until the end of that game screwed that at the end. Up until but... the fourth quarter, that was in play. Um, yeah. Adam Thielen, any time touchdown scorer, 2.5 to 1, which is ridiculous. Um, Tyreek Hill yeah. to have 100 yards and the Chiefs win. He had 75 yards and the Chiefs won. That was the only thing keeping us at the time that I tweeted away from £642 because we had Indianapolis Buffalo under 16.5 total points in the game. Great shout, Mark. And we had Jimmy Garoppolo. As soon, as soon as that snow started coming down, that was it was it was going to be a, that way. Yeah, you knew that. that was going to be more. And we had Jimmy G to throw for three hundred, and the Forty ers win, which was four and a half to one. So the Tyreek Hill, that's on me because that was one of my bets. I put two on. That was my bet. The problem with the problem with that was the Chiefs were ahead so early. Yeah, they didn't need to throw the ball. It just just. So close. We just need one of these. We just need one to come in. Let's do a proper <laughs> bit of research because it doesn't take long and let's win some hardcore greenbacks. Who hasn't put a bet on yet? Me. Mark's on you this week. I'll do it this week. All right. Chase us all up. Sweet. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk about it on uh, Twitter and have a shout. Let us know what should we be thinking about. For the... The moment we've all been waiting for. In fact, before we hit that, um, let's just say, catch us on Twitter, at LongSnapPod. Uh, boys, do your Twitter handles. At Chinese underscore Lensman. It's not racist. At This Is Spock, yes. At AD Foxcroft. And Catching. at Edmunds162. All right. Any other business? Who wants to go first? Uh, I just want to say as well that um, we have got a couple of blogs to go on the website. Um, they'll be up soon. Okay. Nice. That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went. I, I, I've done this one already on all over, but I'll do it again. Um, I went to my son's um, Christmas play today. Still don't know what it was about. Uh, stuff about <laughs> ogres. There was a song about money. There was some singing. Was, it, was the song called Hate Tennis, Love Money? No, I've no <laughs> idea what it was called. Something about money where they listed off about 30 different names of money. Uh, the word antihistamine was used <laughs> in a child's play where the oldest person was eight. They have no idea what an antihistamine is. Uh, basically. But they know what money is, don't they? I doubt it. Basically, um, it was a room full of children singing songs about stuff they didn't know about and a room full of adults completely confused. Other than that, it was brilliant. Please enjoy it. It's what these things are all about. Oh, shit. My bad. Sorry. Uh, little technical malfunction. I'll go next. Um, so I was going to do this last week, but I missed last week, so I'm still going to do it because it's important. We went out two weeks ago, and uh, it was with my pal, and uh, we was approaching a bar, 
like a pub type bar, 7.30, normal pub, just to drink before we go out. Basically glorified Lloyd's. And uh, says, we're not even at the thing yet, like two steps away, you're not going to be in with them, mate. You've got trainers on. I'm a big man. Cool. No long thing. I'm not arguing. No discussion. I'll cut. No problem. Walked away. Went to the bar across the road just for a drink. We happened to be standing by the window. By the window, I could see the other place. And I happened to notice no less than five other people walk back in the bar, all have trainers on. Two of which he had a conversation with two of them, but he let them in. Now, if you've listened to the podcast, kind of know me. I can't really take that shit. So I said to my boy, do you know what? You chill here. I just got to go chat to man. We're not going in. We're already going elsewhere, but I've seen what's happened. I'm not fucking cool with it. So I go over and I speak to him and I tell him, I watched you tell me I'm not allowed in. Yeah, I watched you let five other people in. Now I'm going to be real with you. I looked at their trainers. They all had trainers on. Much, uh, you know, I, I got trainers on, but you let them in. The only difference is that none of them were black. Now, obviously, man, immediately got offended. Cool. I'm talking to you. I didn't bring my pals. I'm not hyping. I just came to let you know that you've definitely treated me differently. Try to tell me about different types of shoes. Little did you know, I'm a sneaker connoisseur. You, what you're telling me is bullshit, bro. Basically, I, I'm, my trainers are fucking gold. You let somebody walk in here with mountain trainers and dirty Snan Smiths. Like, don't try and knock me off. And he's trying to act like he doesn't want me to think he's offended. He's getting irate. I'm very relaxed about the whole thing. Now, what I could tell you is this. I, all I said to him to leave is you've treated me differently and the only difference is this he didn't like that but he had no reason or argument to tell me anything different now I'm not saying a man was you know sits on his porch with a confederate flag spitting at black people but what I'm saying is I challenged him to think do you think differently about people who look different to you that's the question I'm raising that's the question I'm asking because you your immediate approach to me was very different to your immediate approach to other people and there was no discernible difference in the approach other than how I look I've experienced that a number of times in my life and it's fucking shit it's not cool and it's not cool for that to be the case in 2017 what was really positive about the experience is while I'm having this conversation a number of people white people came over and tried to get involved like man's chatting shit in it what are you talking about obviously let him in now I wasn't arguing with him to let him in I appreciate it the point I'm making is important it's everybody's issue shouldn't just it's not a black thing it's not a prejudice thing it's an issue for all of us how we treat each other to challenge how we look at other people because of who they are so much bad shit happens in the world it's important that from a very base level we challenge our own prejudices our own opinions and have an open conversation so you know we, everyone's just treated nicely and we don't have to deal with bullshit like my man over in america fucking shit up that's what i had to say so two two things i mean i saw i saw you tweet about this last week craig so it sort of sunk in a bit two things one why why do we have places that don't let people in because they're wearing trainers <laughs> just as like seriously um secondly you're an intelligent bloke trying to reason with a bouncer i, I, I just not much more more to add i mean it's i can't i can't relate to this i can't relate to what that must feel like um it it's 
ridiculous as I can't really say say much else. Uh, is it possible for me to know what he was actually thinking or what what his reasons actually were? Um, but it it's awful to hear that. Shame, yeah, man. shame on him. Shame on them. It makes me it makes me sad that this kind of shit still goes on. But I like I say. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd have had other. You'd have had your own reasons that weren't race related. <laughs> Mark, go for it. You know, see, if you're going to do an AOB like that, you really need to go last. I don't want. <laughs> with what I've got to talk about, I don't want to be following that. That was actually like poignant and meant something. Mine's, mine's, mine's toilet related. <laughs> that ain't fair. Bring it back, Mark. Bring it back. So, as you can probably hear, and apologies to everyone who's got a part of it, I'm not feeling the best at the moment. And earlier on, I had something that I bought at Sainsbury's for lunch, and I didn't feel great after I'd eaten it. So I, I made a mad dash down to the loo. And is there a is there a worse thing in the world than going and getting in your trap and sitting in there and, and doing what you need to do in that position and then looking over and realizing that there is not a scrap of loo roll in that toilet. There is not a, there's, I mean, the feeling that goes through your mind when you see that situation, you think, I, I just don't know what I'm going to do here. Do you risk it? <laughs> do you risk it and try and get into the next one? And Kate, what if someone walks in at the time? Do you, uh, do you think I need to bring someone to get someone to bring some down just in case there isn't any? I mean, it, what, what do you do in that situation? I'm not going to tell you what I did do. Could you get a sneaky look underneath if there's a gap and see? No, see and then there isn't a gap. There's no right? gap. Okay. There isn't a gap. So you yeah, it's just you sacrifice the boxes, mate. What every respectable man did. With <laughs> Can I tell you there is well, there is one situation that's worse than that? Any of you been to India? <laughs> have any of no? Have any You're, of you been to India? No, no. So when I was no, there for the cricket pulse. World Cup, similar situation. Mark went to the toilet delivered the, the the bad news into the into the bowl and then immediately yeah. had to go from the top end and it was oh, the no. choice of i'm gonna have to either clean this up from all over my bathroom <laughs> or just put it in the same hole yeah so having to bend over oh. and put your head <laughs> where that where your ass is just me yeah. <laughs> 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 that is that was a bad oh. night. That was a low point in my life. You're right. I should have gone last. Uh, I, <laughs> Adam, bring us home. <laughs> I, I don't feel so sorry for Mark having to follow Craig. Now I've got to follow that. <laughs> and, and you wait till you hear what I've got. Um, Twitter. So stuff stuff gets trending on Twitter, right? So yesterday, Checkers was trending on Twitter. Uh, he died at the age of 60. Um, as you've probably heard today, trending on Twitter, Peppa Pig. Oh, Peppa Pig's not dead. Surely Peppa Pig can't have died. No, Peppa Pig was trending on Twitter. Uh, there was a, a story um, that Dr. Catherine Bell, a GP, has criticised Peppa Pig um, because the pig family's inappropriate use of the doctor is getting copied by their fans. Uh, so... <laughs> the, 
The family, the family's, I'm going to read from the article, the family's GP in the animation series, Dr. Brown Bear, provides the pigs. I love the way they use a surname here, like a proper respectable article will describe them as a family pig. The pigs with unparalleled medical help. Dr. Bell says that her cartoon equivalent's work fuels unrealistic expectations. He has big demand from patients, but provides them with a really good service, she told the BBC. He gets in his car. He gets, he's got like a little. He's got like a little ambulance for a GP. Gets his car and charges there. It's great. So, but this is a, like the, the article then goes on to to speculate as to whether Peppa Pig should be banned because because its viewers and the, presumably their families are behaving as Peppa Pig would and waste GP's valuable time by turning up with what you've got, Mark. Yeah. Um, no, but rather no, than what Dougie had in rather than what Dougie had in India, um, <laughs> no, with no no loo roll. By the way, how old are you? You, yeah. you check before you sit down. Jesus, man, come yeah, on! Yeah, but that doesn't always happen. You can't tell me you go and you make sure that there is there is loo roll every time you go to the loo in a place where there's normally always loo roll. You don't do that, Adam. I do do that I because I'm not do. an idiot. Espe- especially if it's not your house. That's crazy. Absolutely. Listen, there's a very specific decision that just takes place before I even consider using a public toilet. That's Absolutely. mental, mate. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're savage. To be honest, it sounds it sounds like you deserve it. That, that wraps us up for this week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been a good one. <laughs> Next week, boys. Thanks, right, Mark, Mark, Hello. can you mute your mic until you want to talk? Because I don't want to keep editing out your sniffs. Sorry, mate. That's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> Get your infection away from us. Yeah. <laughs> mate, it's why are you always that you take sick? the time to edit them out? Yeah. Why are you always quite... sick, mate? You're doing something wrong. You can't be sick all the time. I've got a two year old who goes to nursery and comes back, comes out back with like Big. the plague, Big. Ebola. <laughs> but your immune system has to be better. My missus is a nanny and she goes with kids all the time. I'm healthy. She's sick, but I'm healthy as fuck. You've got to improve your immune system, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to. This is, I keep getting ill. That's improved my immune system. <laughs> One day you two could be as good as Craig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hope so. That's the goal. Craig, Craig, don't forget, is a man who said at the start of the podcast that as a podcast host, his best feature was his face. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say, 